0: This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us at retirementreadyshow.com Lots of great tools and resources. There's some great ways you can connect with us keep completely complimentary. Whether you have a quick question, you want to set up a 15-minute phone call, you might want a second set of eyes on your plan, you might be a family that's done your plan yourself, or maybe you haven't even started. In any of those cases, we can help, and we can help you develop your Retirement Ready Roadmap. That's a complimentary process with us. We can do that in person or virtually at any of our offices, and we'd love to help you. You'll be able to see the calendar and schedule that directly at retirementreadyshow.com. And for our great friends in Wisconsin, we also have some, we took a little bit of a break here. We've had a ton of great families coming in, and we were a little bit backed up, so we wanted to let that clear out. But February 21st and 22nd, we're going to be out in Pewaukee, 6.30 p.m., one hour, talking about the economy. Is the Fed cutting the rates? We know taxes are on the rise in 2026. What does that mean for your retirement More importantly, though, we want to give you some actionable steps that you can take to protect yourself. Those classes do fill up, especially since we're not doing them quite so often anymore. So we do need folks to register ahead of time. You can see the dates and times and register right at retirementreadyshow.com. Got my buddy, Tom Newman. It's been a while, Tom. It's been a minute. How are you, Tony? Good. 2024. Tom's back on the air with us.
1: Yeah. You know, my mom, who listens to the show uh, weekly. Oh, now I got two listeners, uh, your mom and my mom. (laughs) She's like, do you you still work there? What's
0: going on? I don't hear you weekly. I think the problem is you're working hard here, and so you <laughs> haven't had a chance to jump on the show.
1: It's uh, It's been a little bit, but happy to be here today.
0: A lot of people may not know uh, last year. I don't remember exactly when last year, but you kind of got another promotion. You're director of advisory services, so you're helping to oversee all the advisors, train them new ones, and also you know ongoing training for the advisors. You're leading our I don't know if a lot of people know this either too, but we don't do client meetings on Fridays. Mm -hmm. We have a day long opportunity where the advising team gets together and we'll look at each other's appointments Monday through Thursday, kind of get multiple minds on the same problem, which always helps. It always gets me every week, Tom, when I, (laughs) I'll say something, somebody, another advisor will bring up a different idea. I'm like, why did I not think of that? But I think multiple minds on it helps. And then we look forward to next week's appointments. Um, and just think about ways that we can improve those clients' lives that we're going to be meeting with next week. So those Fridays are always fun and, and a great way. And you're leading those in a in a big way.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I got into this because I really wanted to help people. And, you know, I've had an opportunity to meet a lot of families over the many years that I've been here already and, uh, to take this opportunity to help our advisors and pretty much our entire staff here, um, get to know the industry better and deepen the relationships, find different solutions for, for everyone's situation because every family is just a little bit different. And, um, We have a lot of opportunities to to find good solutions for retirement planning and and the capabilities to to lead the team is, is something that I've very much enjoyed. So. Well, we're
0: sure lucky to have you Tom. you're doing a great job and Appreciate continue that. to do a great job and all the various roles you've had <laughs> held here over there how, how many how many years are we now
1: it's going on five five incredible
0: yeah well, yep. we're lucky to have you thanks for being here buddy and i'll be honest Tom. sometimes it, it kind of is mind-boggling for me when i think about the beginning and i was by myself in that tiny little office and now we have 25 people and growing it's uh it's just incredible a little bit overwhelming to think about but that doesn't happen unless the great clients in in these communities have put their trust in us and I'm so grateful for that. I would not have a business, would not be able to employ all these people if it wasn't for all those families putting their trust in us.
1: Are we sharing our feelings right now? Yeah. Yeah. How are you feeling, buddy? <laughs> no, I, you know. What, you didn't tell me how you're feeling. I was about to. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, it was, It was. you know, five years ago where, you know, I had an opportunity to meet you and, and meet Brad and, and you guys were running uh, an already successful organization, helping so many families, uh, but there was a need to it at that time, and, and we just continue to do that year after year after year. And it, it really, you've said it before numerous times on this broadcast, um, we really get to help people at a very vulnerable time. Sometimes they're scared. Sometimes they're nervous about transitioning into retirement. And it's a very noble profession that we work in uh, as far as financial advising and I just appreciate the opportunity. And I appreciate all of our clients and others who have come in to see us because without you, without your willingness to come in, have some conversations, um, we wouldn't be able to do this.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Are we going to keep talking about feelings, Tom? Or? <laughs> I'm okay today. It's a little scary. Maybe we should move on.
1: I'm done. All
0: right. All right. <laughs> 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 oh boy i don't know where we're going with this but a great topic tom i'm excited to jump into um you know we, we like to think about different times of year and you know things you can think about and, and right now we're entering another big period it's that time again the airwaves are buzzing debates are starting to happen election is on the horizon and we know these can be you know like a summer thunderstorm maybe, right? Or or maybe a big snowstorm like we just had, but loud, intense, sometimes unsettling. But no matter how crazy it might get, it doesn't have to shake the foundation of your retirement plan. I think that's where we get into challenges, Tom. I, I think as a country, we're so polarized, right? So if your candidate is winning or losing, you think it's the end of the world or or it's just incredible. And, And I think sometimes you just have to let the math and the science do the driving when it comes to retirement planning. We certainly all have our own political beliefs, and there's nothing wrong with that. But retirement plan should really be based on math. And and let's be honest, I mean, among all months, all the uncertainty, I should say, facing the economy markets, a lot of people are feeling nervous, especially in election cycles about their retirement nest egg. Are they sturdy enough to weather whatever comes next? And that's exactly what I really want to jump into today is how you can button up your financial plan to help keep you safe when when this political stuff starts to happen. So. Settle in. we got a great show for you. And I think whether you're on the left, right, center, you know, when it comes to politics, we want your retirement to be, you know, there for you and to be that deeply rooted, planned out stage of life so you know you have what you need. And we're ready to help. If you need some help, that's a complimentary process with us. But, Tom, I think it's important not to leave your financial future to chance, especially when you think about the uncertainties that an election year brings. You know, and, and when we think about that a little bit, I, I think first we have to kind of set the stage for the financial landscape.
1: Yeah. And as we edge closer to the 2024 election, um, wanted to talk a little bit about the financial landscape and, and the connection to recent history. And in, in all honesty, there's no secret. It, it, our nation is still feeling the effects of the pandemic. Uh, estimates suggest that COVID-19 has cost the U.S. economy somewhere in the range of a staggering $14 trillion. From what we've seen, high interest rates, the bond market crash, inflation, stock market swings, they all seem to have roots that trace back to the pandemic's upheaval. And so now let's look at confidence levels when it comes to retirement. And there was a a great report that was put out by BlackRock that said in 2021, about two thirds of workers felt that they were on the right track for a comfortable retirement. Now you fast forward to today, that confidence has dipped to just over a half. And that's quite a shift in, in terms of sentiment in just a couple of years. What is worse is that, A third of savers admit to feeling afraid about what the future holds. And it's possible these concerns could grow in the shadow of the election. You know, question marks are on our minds. You know, how will the candidates address these financial worries? But an even bigger question is what steps can you take as an individual to help protect your retirement, regardless of what happens in Washington? And this is a sentiment that I hear a lot when, when I'm working with my clients or meeting new families. It's trying to separate the political beliefs versus their actual money. And it's hard to do. You know, there are things that Washington definitely impacts, whether it's taxes or savings or spending. But at the end of the day, There are periods of time where one political party has done exceptionally well with the stock market and that same political party has done not so good. And the same is on the other side of the coin. So it's just it's hard uh, for individuals, but it's a part of what we try to do is separate kind of the politics and the money.
0: And I think it's important to think about that, Tom, because they do need to be separate, because in all reality, as you go through various stages of your retirement, you're likely to have different presidential, you know, candidates from different parties, some on the left, some on the right, right? And there's going to be changes there. So can you design a retirement plan that's kind of agnostic to that, right? And and I don't mean to kind of discredit political parties and beliefs. I think those are really important. They kind of shape the fabric of who we are as a country. But I think when it comes to the numbers, there's a, some interesting data out there that sometimes a president doesn't have a whole lot of impact on a market just because a lot of the economic cycles go in much longer you know, terms than just four years, right? But but certainly that sentiment and what what, what they're saying can drive markets and and i think we tend to to kind of get heated up and fueled up during these election cycles. And that's a, a time period where it's really challenging, I think, especially in retirement, right? I mean, I, I just got an email before we came on the air, family that's thinking about, you know, working with us. And their biggest concern is, are we going to have enough money? Can we retire? We think we have longevity on our side. And that's a question we're all trying to answer. And it's easy to think, well, if my party is in an office, then my retirement's at jeopardy. And it doesn't need to be if you've properly planned for it great topic time we're talking a little bit about kind of politics we know we're going into this presidential election and i think that's a time especially nowadays you know there seems to be uh, kind of the forgotten center and everybody's pretty far right or pretty far left and it can feel scary depending on what side of the fence you're on and what side you know seems to be winning when it comes to your retirement plan. But maybe let's set the stage a little bit as we're talking about this you know, and discuss a little bit Wall Street and Washington.
1: And speaking of weather, I mean, trying to predict the next presidential election is kind of like predicting the weather. Um, but there's one thing that we know for sure. O- elections can stir things up in the short term. You may not realize it, but the efforts of an election can start to show even the year before, and they can linger uh, until a year after. So the big question always is, you know, should you be doing anything different with your retirement savings right now? Well, you know, one of the things, the key things that you can do is just to make sure the level of risk in your investments is appropriate for your age. Remember, the, the market does go up and it goes down. It's just its nature. But a, a younger person is and has further to go with their retirement and their retirement savings And so a a downturn um, may not affect them as much as somebody who is nearing retirement. And if you are nearing retirement or in retirement, it may be a smart move to just review your investments and make sure you don't have too much of your savings at risk, especially considering that while most election years are good for the stock market, there have been exceptions. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Tony, but in 2008 there we had a recession with the housing crisis, and the and you know most recently in the COVID pandemic of 2020. And you know I was working with a, a client recently who was talking about their experience in 2008, and and they lost close to 30 percent during that time Ooh. frame, and for their portfolio that was equivalent to about. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And then you you assess how the impact of that loss when you're drawing out funds, especially if you need income for retirement, it can be devastating. So taking a look at your risk ahead of these potential issues is always a good path because you just never know when it's going to start. We know it's going to happen. You just never know when it's going to start. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next
0: steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. And that's a great point, Tom, and that really is a critical stop when we talk about the Retirement Ready Roadmap, really five key areas we want you thinking about. And and I think a lot of people, when they hear retirement plan, you know, our colleague Brad has a great uh, little one-liner we've all stolen, but, you know, he'll ask, do you have a portfolio or a plan? And and I think a lot of people, when they hear retirement plan, they think, well, yeah, I own these mutual funds and these stocks and bonds or whatever it might be in their investments. And that's part of it. Right. And risk needs to be accounted for in that stop. There's four other stops that are very important. But risk is a big key. And I think, you know, the analogy here is really Warren Buffett says it. I'm going to butcher the quote, but he says something like, well, why take risk? You don't need. Right. And, and you know, l- let's imagine, I don't know, your favorite quarterback. If we're talking about Wisconsin, maybe Jordan Love. Right. Takes us all the way to uh, the Super Bowl right? And imagine we're already ahead by a touchdown in the Super Bowl, right? They're on the opponent's eight-yard line with seven seconds to go. Can you imagine a situation where that quarterback takes that snap, steps back, and tries to fire another one into the end zone to go up by two touchdowns? The risk doesn't make sense. They've already won the game, right? He's going to take a knee. He's going to let the clock run out. And I think the same thing happens in retirement. I've been doing this for a long time, and I can't tell you how many times we've met a new family that we can mathematically say, hey, we don't think you're at risk of outliving your money, right? But if you lost 30, 40, 50%, you know, 2008, it was 16 month period, we lost 50% in the markets. And if they had that type of substantial loss, that does change the answer which begs the question at this stage of life, if you've already won the retirement income game, we know your income going to be there. We know you're going to have what you need. Why take risks such that that answer could change? And I think that's a big question, and probably one of the biggest mistakes we see people make. And, and part of our process when you come in, this is all complimentary, but when you come in, we're going to go through a risk tolerance. And we have some great software we're going to use. It's going to come up with your risk score, and it's going to be one to 99. Think one I talk a lot about my Grandma Mary, right? Grandma Mary, Grandpa Sam, children of the Depression, and that was like Grandma Mary's mattress money, right? I don't want anything at risk. I want everything in cash under the mattress. 99 is actually more risky than the S&P 500. S&P comes in at a mid-70s, right? So where do you fall emotionally? And let's assume for a second you're in retirement, so maybe you're a little bit more conservative and you come in at a 40. A little bit more conservative than a completely balanced portfolio. Then what we're going to do, step two, is we're going to take your current investments. If they're not with us, that's fine. But we're going to take your current investments and analyze what risk is the portfolio actually taking. And it's not uncommon that a couple that says they're comfortable at a 40 is invested at an 80, which begs the question, why are you taking double the risk that you're comfortable taking? And we almost always get one of two answers. They either say, well, Tony, I had no idea. Or they'll say, if I told my advisor once, I've told him or her 100 times, I didn't want a risky portfolio. So at a bare minimum, I think going through that exercise will be very enlightening. If you're one of those, what what happens commonly, if you're one of those families that's comfortable at a certain risk level but taking a lot more risk and, and you don't realize it, it doesn't mean anything's on fire. We don't have to hit the panic button, but that might be a point we want to start to address in your retirement-ready roadmap, a specific plan for you to start to reduce that.
1: And putting a number to it is – one of the best things that you can do because words can be misleading you know if i say the word conservative to you tony your definition of conservative might be vastly different than my definition of conservative i think you're, you're more risky than me. <laughs> think. you think no well i'm younger than you <sighs> ouch ooh, ouch, ooh. ouch. <laughs> <laughs> But in all reality, the, the number system to risk scores, it, it allows for a common language to be formed so that there isn't any miscommunication, so that you understand exactly what it is that you're comfortable with and that your investments are matching that because without that common ground, you could be putting yourself in jeopardy of not knowing the longevity of your money real well because you took on too much risk at the wrong time. Or on the flip side, you didn't take enough risk in order to capture the growth that might be out there. So again, the the risk analysis is so important, and, and it's why it's one of the steps that we go through in our retirement plans Because again, like you mentioned, we've met so many families that have told us over and over again, I'm just so scared. I don't know if I have enough money. We build a plan, we put it together and we can show them that they do. But the real risk then is taking too much risk.
0: And it is very, to your point, Tom, very individualized. Oftentimes too, uh, a couple comes in and the husband might be pretty conservative <laughs> and the wife is comfortable with more risk or vice versa. Yeah, Right. And, and how do you address that? How do we kind of wet both appetites so the one spouse feels, Hey, my, my retirement is secure and safe. And the other one feels like, Hey, I'm keeping up with inflation and getting the growth that I'm after. The, the short good answer, because we're up against the clock here is yes, we can address both. And there's some great solutions where both people in that relationship can feel safe, secure, and feel like their retirement is working the way that they want it to work for them. Well, we're talking, Tom, this week about kind of the political environment, what that means for your retirement, and some of the things I want you to consider when it comes to politics and investing. And the next one to think about is taxes, right? And we think back to President Trump's Tax Cut and Jobs Act, it reduced the individual income tax rates, doubled the standard deductions, but those are set to end at the end of 2025.
1: And at that point, the taxes will go up. The 12 will increase to the 15, the 22 to the 25, the 24 up to the 28. And in fact, all tax rates are scheduled to to rise except for the very lowest tax bracket. And what's worse is that as tax rates go up, tax deductions will actually go down for many. So the tax cuts and jobs act significantly raised the standard deduction from 13,000 up to 24,000. And it also reformed how capital gains uh, taxes are associated and and doubled the lifetime uh, gift and estate tax exemptions. You know, all of these changes have been beneficial for many taxpayers, but with these provisions set to revert to their previous levels after 2025, there is some growing concern over the financial impact of this. So a lot of things can happen. You know, Congress might renew the provisions of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act before they expire, but that's not certain. If the result of the election is a continuation of the dividend control of, of Congress, any significant tax legislation will be really difficult to pass. Uh, anything can happen, but the advice that, that I tend to give my clients is that while we hope for the best, we might want to plan for the worst. And in this worst case outcome, tax rates are going to be higher. And this could affect your IRA and a lot of other things. So to make this, you know, clearer, I I like to use examples, Uh, you know, so for instance, like a farmer planting seed with regards to taxes, assume the farmer could choose to either pay taxes on the seeds at the time of planting or the harvest after the crops have fully grown. Most would choose the seeds, right? I mean, that's how a Roth IRA would work. You pay the taxes up front. With a traditional IRA, you pay the taxes on the harvest or the money you take out later, which actually could be a a bigger amount. So a, a Roth conversion can make sense, especially now. It's like paying taxes on those seeds rather than on any potential larger harvest later on down the road. And for those that are retiring, this move could potentially help secure more income for the years when those regular paychecks stop coming. And, you know, why does this matter? Well, when your heirs start to withdraw from IRAs, you know, if they inherit that, they have to pay taxes on it, too, not just yourself. You know, the SECURE Act significantly limited your beneficiaries and the time they have to take that money out. If you're in a position where your beneficiaries have already put themselves in a good, successful career, now they're limited in terms of when they inherit your assets on taking that money out. You could be setting them up to be in one of the highest tax brackets that they will ever be in for their entire life. So not only will Roth conversions allow you to utilize tax-free money for yourself, but it could potentially help your beneficiaries down the road, too.
0: And that's the big point. I think taxes is such an important part and probably one of the most overlooked parts, Tom, when it comes to retirement planning. I think there's so many great accountant CPAs out there, but it's not their fault. I mean, they have their shingle out and they're out to prepare your taxes they're not out to do tax planning. And that's kind of a different animal that a lot of people aren't aware of. And and it's something that's really important. The other thing I, I think is important to think about is, you know, Social Security and Medicare. As we enter this kind of presidential campaign season, right, it's going to be a, a crazy next 10 months all the way up to the election. We're going to hear a lot of different proposals. I think we're going to hear certain candidates that are trying to evoke fear and scare you when it comes to these programs, because these programs are so critical for retirees.
1: They are critical. And, and that's one of the things that we have to address all the time. And And it's okay. That's why we exist. You know, when, unfortunately um, you know, TV radio, you know, they, they make more and more money when more eyeballs and more ears are listening. And so, if if they can prey on fear they can draw more people in and sell more advertising dollars but you know when it comes to social security and and medicare there are some things to to consider and here's the situation Uh, according to the latest projections from the social security and medicare trustees medicare's hospital insurance trust fund is on track to run out of money by 2031 and Social Security isn't far behind with an expectant insolvency by 2034. So the big question is: you know, will our politicians address these financial challenges head on, or will they continue the trend of delaying the strategies to address the problems, kicking the can down the road? You know, the upcoming 2024 elections might not directly impact these timetables. However, these issues, are handled in election years if they're important so for decades the the tendency in washington has been to like i said kick the can down the road avoiding immediate action on these pressing problems but this simply just cannot continue you know when it comes to social security and medicare It's it can be kind of complicated when to turn on Social Security. Will it be enough? Um, You know, when Medicare age comes of 65, the alphabet soup, you know, there's so many different choices that it leads the common individual and common family to be confused on which direction that they want to go with it. So as we think about the future of these programs, it's not just about politics. It's about preserving a confident retirement for yourself. You know, each of these programs could greatly impact your retirement income and your spending. You know, upon insolvency, Social Security benefits could be reduced across the board by, say, 20% under current law, while Medicare hospital insurance payments will be cut by about 11%. You know, again, we can hope for the best and that Washington will take some action to fix these problems, but we need to plan for the worst in case they don't. One of the best ways to plan starts with having a written retirement and income plan. You know, the retirement ready roadmap that we've talked about. And I'm not just talking about some complicated binder full of charts and graphs that requires an interpreter to understand. Instead, I, I'm talking about a few concise pages in a simple, English, down-to-earth, easy-to-read format. You know, Number one, it should tell you exactly when the paychecks you create for yourself in retirement will begin and which money you'll tap into first. It should also tell you in what order. You talked about this earlier, uh, Tony, and the buckets of money that it's coming from are very important. The third is it should have a good retirement income plan that's not just static because the cost of goods doesn't stay static. Inflation happens. We've been seeing this over the past couple of years. And then finally, this is perhaps the greatest question we can help address with our Retirement Ready Roadmap it's mathematically just show you exactly how long your money will last, regardless of what happens with elections or market crashes or the Social Security and the Medicare buckets
0: i think that's important stuff tom and w- when you think about these kind of moving parts and components it can feel overwhelming A- and that's kind of you know what we do every day i actually just have my uh heater went out during this cold snap Ouch. and you know when when the hbac tech showed up like i i don't honestly know what i'm even looking at that's not my forte i don't care what tools he uses i'm just cold and i want the heat on right and And I think kind of like that, I mean, we when we think about it, this is what we do day in and day out every day. So I think at a bare minimum, if you go through our process, our process is two appointments, both complimentary. First one, we're going to get to know you a little bit better and not just the facts and figures. We'll collect that. But more importantly, you know, what are you trying to accomplish in retirement? What's the why behind your retirement? And then we'll kind of see how confident you feel in each of these five areas. We're then going to take that data that you share. And we're going to do, I don't know, maybe three to six, seven hours of homework in between. And we're going to really come up with some ideas for the areas that aren't quite as buttoned up as they need to be. And we're going to get back together for that second complimentary appointment and present some of those ideas and concepts to you. I think at the end of that second appointment, just about everybody feels like they at a bare minimum, you learn something. We know we're not going to be a fit for everybody. There's no, never any pressure. Um, but I, you know, I think you'll it'll be pretty clear to you at the end of that appointment, whether you want to work with us or not. And again, even if you don't, I think you'll walk away having learned something and feel like there's something you can do to make your situation better. Most people find that process to be very educational. And if you start to work with us, we'll walk you through that process and what that would look like. Of course, always moving at your pace. And again, never any pressure. We certainly uh, understand that we're not going to be a fit for everybody, but we'd love to have the opportunity to meet with you and take you through this Retirement Ready Roadmap process. You've been tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.